another episode of Be Fearless Podcast. And before we even go any further, hold on, let me get out the distractions today. <laughs> well, number one, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for the audience from Brazil. Thank you so much for your support this month. Thank you for joining in. Uh, also, I want to tell you, if you're watching this from Facebook, don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us some stars in here so we can continue bringing you all the content that you love. Today, our guest will tell us everything about what it is to walk the path of fulfillment. After earning seven figure years, uh, a year, losing it all while hitting rock bottom, after battling substance abuse, he bounced back, achieving sobriety and happiness and taking every lesson learned to become the life coach and motivational speaker that you need. Let's welcome, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, Joe Rivera. Hi, Joe. Hey, what's up, Dagmar? What's up, everyone? I am so excited to have you here. Welcome. Welcome. Where are you talking to us today? I'm I'm calling from, I'm coming in from New York. Yay. Yeah. I, I was in New York last, um, two, two weeks ago. I was in New York. Okay. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I had so much fun in Times Square. I had my book uh, on on the big jumbotron so that was a great experience um congratulations thank you thank you but before we go into this talk about the path of fulfillment with you i know there's a bunch of um audience members that would like to know who was joe rivera growing up and what was his dream who was Joe Rivera growing up? Joe Rivera was a curious child, uh, born born uh, through who I call the jack of all trades, was my mom. She played my mother, my father, my best friend, my everything. Um, and what did I want to do when I grew up? When I was younger, my, my dream was to, to, to be on stage as an actor at the time. You know, being a motivation, being a speaker and, and, and transformational coach wasn't in that part of the journey at that time. <laughs> it was really, I wanted to get on stage and I wanted to be an actor. And uh, that, that was the dream that I had when I was young. So why, what, what um, did you end up doing? What did I being, end up? Yeah. Like, because I, I was going through your bio, you said that it says that you earned seven figures a year and then you lost it all. So what were you doing before you become the leader that you are today? Sure. Uh, you know, I, I went from Park Avenue to Park Bench. <laughs> uh, you know, I was emotionally, financially, and spiritually bankrupt. I, I lost everything. I even yeah. almost lost my life. I had wow. my dream job in the financial industry as a stockbroker. Okay. I was 25 years old, making seven figures a year. I thought I was on top of the world. I was putting in late nights at the office one evening and someone approached me and they said to me, hey, Joe, you think you're a top producer now? Take this little round pill and you're going to produce even more. I was already smoking weed, drinking, or having some kind of mood-altering substance in my body every single day for the past 10 years at this point. So I said, why not? And that's when I got introduced to opiates. 
And that's when my battle with substance abuse took off to the next level. My life went dark and became completely unmanageable. I was risking my life every single day. I overdosed twice. The last time, it took six cans of Narcan to bring me back to life. Six freaking cans of Narcan. And that same night, I'm laying in the hospital bed. I wake up. I pull the EKG electrodes off my body, leave the hospital against medical advice. And then when I get outside, I'm shivering, looking like a crackhead, like Pookie from New Jack City. And the first thing I do, I go call the dealer again to go get high. I mean, talk about feeling powerless over drugs and alcohol. Wow. Then came a weekend that literally changed my life forever. My sister invited me for an event. At that event, something clicked. I looked at my sister. She looked at me. And we both started crying. She knew exactly what I was going to say. And then the words came out. The words my family was waiting to hear for years. I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm a shell of my true self. I was tired of writing my obituary. I wanted to begin creating my legacy. After that, I made the decision to achieve sobriety. And, you know, my, my story is not unique, right? I mean, many people struggle with vices that mm -hmm. character defects. Mine was drugs and alcohol. Somebody else might be gambling, sex, shopping, overeating, whatever that vice is. Yeah. It, it, it literally interferes with us being our true self by having us isolate, not being fully present. It creates character defects. For some, life may become unmanageable. Some lose motivation or their self-esteem. I promise you, you don't have to live like that. Uh, you know, there's a better way to live life. It took me nearly a decade to regain control of the steering wheel in my life. Over the years, I had a lot of coaches, a lot of self-help programs. Some have helped, some have not worked. However, I put together some powerful strategies that helped me build a foundation to create my own destiny. Because Dagmar, I, I believe right? Once you, once we get rid of those character defects and, 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 and those, those, those vices, that's when we can really begin to live in purpose mm -hmm. and start closing the gap between spirituality and true wealth. Because, yeah. you know, wealth isn't just about money, right? It's, yeah. it's really about creating wealth financially, emotionally, and spiritually. That's true wealth. Yes. And you're really walking and living in your purpose. That's I totally agree with you. I, I and I love uh, your story because it definitely can inspire anybody out there. Um, knowing um, as a criminologist, um, that's my like my formal education is in criminology. I know dealing with substance abuse for people is so hard, but when you come out of it, there's a lot of work that you have to do with your inner self. Mindset is basically the first one you have to work with and the strongest that you have to build because your mind can take you to many places. How was that mindset strengthened buildup that you have to go through in order to move forward with your business and everything else? What until that, that, work and what was like three things that major things that you did that actually helped you? 
so what what was the three things that I did to help me change my mindset? Is that mm-hmm. yeah, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and let me tell you, <laughs> you hit it on the pot. You did your work with what you studied for because putting the drugs and alcohol down, that was the easy part. Changing the attitude and behaviors, peeling back the onion to do the work to change the mindset, that's yeah. where the real work was. And, and for me, uh, number one and most importantly for me was building a relationship with, with a higher power. Like it, it's not about religion. It's about spirituality. Learning the difference between religion and spirituality was huge for me. It was groundbreaking because I was born and raised Catholic. But along the way, I completely mm-hmm. lost my way. I didn't even know what a relationship with, with a higher power, I call it God, right? I, somebody mm-hmm. else might call it infinite intelligence universe, whatever's comfortable for you, right? But I didn't even know what a relationship with God was. I thought it was just saying an our father, Hail Mary, and asking for forgiveness when necessary. Today, I've created spiritual wealth where God's my father, my brother, my mother, my uncle, my best friend, my everything. And when I put that spirituality first, that's when things start falling into place, right? And realizing that yeah, all right, the relationships built, but then also having a routine was another important part. And it starts with the small, simple things, right? Making sure your bed's done in the in the morning. You know, it's like brushing your teeth, right? I mean, you got to mm-hmm. have that routine every day you wake up so your breath doesn't stink. So I had to create a routine so that I could stay sober, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, creating a routine. And, and I mean, for me, gratitude was, was also the third piece that was crucial and went hand in hand with spirituality for me. So I think, you know, that that spiritual peace and being able to connect with that higher power that I know is greater than myself, knowing that that I wasn't going to do it alone because I tried so many times to do it on my own mm-hmm. and it didn't work. Right. So I had to to make sure that I was able to surrender control. And I think that's a problem that a lot of people have, right? And not just people that are trying to get sober, but people in life about being able to really let go and allow that higher power to guide you. Because I believe, you know, God can always wants me to live an abundant lifestyle, always wants me to live my best, always wants to create that path for me. And I believe everyone's higher power does, right? So it's, it's really about letting go of that control and allowing your higher power to guide you. And know that there's a trust factor there. And know that those doors are going to get opened. Doors are going to get moved. So, you know, spirituality, the gratitude, and routine uh, were really important. And my routine, I, I use it till this day every day. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't change. What's your routine? Now I'm curious. I want to know, what's your routine? <laughs> so, I mean, first, I, I wake up. The minute I wake up, uh, you know, as soon as my eyes open, I'm saying thank you. Um, and, and it started off with like a minute to three minutes of gratitude. And now today, I mean, there's days where it lasts about an hour, uh, because I, there's so much to be grateful for just the mm-hmm. little things in life. I mean, to be thankful for, uh, and, and, you know, to make sure that I give it back because I asked for so many years that so many years I was asking God, how do I give this back to you? I mean, you've given me life again. You've given me this, this, this this reason to live again. You've given me another opportunity to show and prove, you know, how do I give it back? If I don't give it back, I'm being selfish, you know, and, and, and being grateful and being present and in the moment, knowing and appreciating those small things is so important. So that moment of gratitude is, is the first thing for my routine, you know, prayer and meditation, 
Um, and I mean, I, I, I believe in self-care. I think that you got to take care of yourself. Oh, yes. <laughs> How can I take care of other people? Mm -hmm. so I'm in the gym six days a week. That's um, good. And, 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 and I, I, don't, I don't look at my cell phone in the morning. I don't look at my phone until I don't look at it in the morning and I don't look at it before I go to bed. I don't look at it until I get to the gym is when I first start looking at my phone. Um, because I just think taking that moment and, and just being with God is, is crucial for me. Uh, and really being able to give that to him is, is important. So having that in place is, is really a huge part of my success that morning routine. I love it. And I think that, because uh, that's, um, I mean, in my experience, placing God at the center of everything that we do is definitely life-changing. How was, how do you see everything or how do you experience that presence of God on everything that you did, including your business from this point forward, how everything changed? Putting God first, how did everything change? Put it at the center of everything. I mean, it, it was life changing. Feel uh, free to speak to speak openly. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it was it was life changing because the more what I realized is the more I put God first, the more doors get open, the more mountains get moved, the more things just start to fall into place. I don't call those coincidences when things mm -hmm. happen. I call them God incidences. You know, I think that, 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 you know, everything happens for that, for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. People always ask me, Joe, do you have, don't you regret that you threw away 10 years of your life to substance abuse? And I look back and I'm like, honestly, I probably wouldn't change anything because it's made me who I am today. My failures have become a huge part of my success yes. and learning from that and growing from that. So, you know, I, I always say, I say thank you to substance abuse for bringing me closer to God. I say thank you to substance abuse for bringing me on this journey, for giving, for allowing me to see what my true purpose is and what my true calling is. Because if I didn't go through what I went through, then I would have never been able to be who I am today and be doing what I'm doing now. And let me tell you, there's no drug, no alcohol will ever give me the euphoric feeling that I get when I'm able to empower someone to transform their life. And I believe that's a huge part of putting God first because I believe that's God working through me to work with others. You know, this is this is my calling and it's my calling that he's sending me on and he's chosen me to go out there to, to, to do. I've been anointed to be able to do this and I'm blessed to be in the position I'm in. I love that. And that's an amazing testimony of the amazing things that truly happen when we definitely place God at the center of everything. Um, let me ask a question now, because now you go through all this experience, life-changing experience, you placing God at the center, you have your morning routine, you, you build your mindset to be stronger every day. And then you start helping other people changing their life through life coaching. Um, how was the process of becoming a life coach? How was that process of building your business in, in, in coaching? Tell us about that. So, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's been such a blessing to, to be able to do what I do because it truly is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, you know, I, I, 
after sobriety, I built the. Um, I, I was able to, you know, have was blessed to be able to build another uh, multi-million dollar business, a free IPO marketing company, uh, and things were going great, you know. But like I said, you know, God kept nudging at me and pulling at me, telling me that my journey wasn't complete, that I had a bigger purpose in life, and that's when I decided to to build my Reforge Academy platform, my coaching and speaking business. And, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, I mean, you know, no drug, no alcohol compares to that. It's, it's a completely different level, right? It, it, it's where I know I'm really truly walking and living in my purpose because it, it gives back to me every day because when I'm able to, to go and, and help someone, I mean, no matter what it is, just being of service to someone, it, it, it lifts my heart and soul. So, I mean, this just, it, it takes it to, to like, service on steroids you know it's just it's it's incredible you know so um building that business building this business has truly been a blessing and it's different than any other business that i built right I, i had a couple of uh you know successful businesses in the past but this this journey's it's just it has a different kick to it because mm-hmm. because of that purpose, because of the meaning behind it, because of the why behind it, right? Because of the fact that I want to do this not only to 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 build my legacy for my kids and and the, my my grandkids and and their kids and and so on and so forth, create generational wealth, mm-hmm. but also to to be able to 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 give back to 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 the people who have suffered from substance abuse, the people who have lost their life to this battle, to, to and also the people who are going through it now, who are mm-hmm. saying, you know what, or the people who are going through a, a battle of, with any vice, sex, overeating, gambling, whatever that vice is, to let them realize that there is another way. There is another way to live life. Being stuck, being overwhelmed because you feel like the, the vice has a, a chokehold on you, mm-hmm. you don't have to live like that. There's other ways to live life. And guess what? <laughs> this is, a, you know, I, I, I'd rather go and chase the feeling that I get when I'm able to, ha- to to help someone transform their life than chasing a drug or whatever it is. I mean, this is so much more empowering. There's so much more inspiration behind it. It's so much more of a, of a healthier lifestyle. I totally agree with it. And I love that, that you said, all that you said, um, sometimes you have to, accept the struggles that you go through so it makes you the person that you are today and and then coming out of that with that um purpose of serving other people and helping them um what is the main the main problem that you currently helping your clients with when they come to you uh, so a lot of clients I deal with have, are dealing with overwhelm, uh, lack of direction, um, just really struggling with being able to, to, to live in their purpose and find what that purpose is. So really being able to help them create a life that they would love. I love that. And you use, what is the technique that you mostly use with your clients? I know I'm, I'm getting I'm digging more into the business part of it. <laughs> I'm I'm a mind reader, Dagmar. I didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so so we really we really dig through um 
you know, my, my three pillars, which is growth, perseverance, mm-hmm. and, uh, and spirituality to walk and live in purpose, you know, being able to help them be able to go and, and, and crack through their limited beliefs so that they could have their, their core values uncovered is a big part of the process. Uh, being able to fight through uh, the gremlins, right? That inner critic that creeps up in your mind and it's always telling, ah, you're not good enough. You can't do this. You can't do that. Who are you to do this? Yeah, who are you to do this? You think you could start another business? You think that you could, you, you, you think this is really your purpose? This is really fulfilling you? Because I, I felt those two. I dealt with that gremlin also in every business that I built. In, in, in unlocking my fullest potential, right? Which I, I'm, I'm, I'm always striving to unlock more and more, right? To, to be able to do that, I had to go through those things. So that's how I'm able to, to, to give it back to them, right? And, and being able to really know how to take action on, on the action plan that we, that we create and being able to prioritize the list. Those are all important pieces to the puzzle, right? And, and unlocking that leader within, right? Once you, once you're able to overcome the, the gremlin and those paradigms, because let me tell you, those paradigms, that gremlin's always going to try to keep you in your comfort zone. So allowing you, helping you to, to be able to go out of your comfort zone and be able to continue striving and going out of it further and further is something that the program definitely uh, helps you with. I love that. And, um, so you help them, which are the like the main three things? You said that you help them with uh, spirituality, you help them with wealth, or what was the third one? I forgot. So it's it's growth. Growth. Okay, so it's growth, it's spirituality, and, and wealth. Perseverance. No, and pers- perseverance, growth, and spirituality. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Um, so you, that's your base and then you help them to go through those pillars and the end goal is to build a business, build a lifestyle, build a, a find to purpose with their life. Um, I also read within the, your bio that, um, that you also are a motivational speaker. So how, tell us how was that experience from going to life uh, through life coaching and building a business of life coaching and then becoming that motivational speaker that you are today? So um, they, they kind of ran, run hand in hand for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because being able to, to, to go out and, and, and do the do the keynotes that I do and be able to uh, empower and move the crowd, captivate the crowd and and give them, you know, kind of that ignite that fire from within, right. Is, is, is really what it's about. And uh, when I realized that, man, you know, I I could help so many people on social media and through word of mouth and, and meeting people face to face, but there's something different when you're on stage and you're giving that message to someone and being able to touch someone's heart. I mean, there's, there's we all, I mean, I, I'm a big believer in that human to human contact will always be the best way to, to, to build rapport with someone. There's not nothing like that. 
Um, and really being able to go out there and do that, I mean, it, it's a gift. It's a, it's a blessing. You know, I, I don't, I don't, and I don't take it for granted, right? It's something that, that God has blessed me with. And if I don't go out there and give that back, I'm being selfish. So, and I'm not here saying that. I love and, that you said that. Say that again. I love that you said that. That yeah. not giving that what God giving back that what God has given you is being selfish. And especially when it comes from when we're speaking about knowledge, that for me is is I love that you said that because a lot of people try to try to move through um through life, right? In every area of the life. Like keeping the knowledge to themselves, like thinking, oh, I'm just going to like keep this to myself. I'm not going to share what I know or what I've just experienced. When the truth of it, it all is that the more that you share your experience and your knowledge, the more wealthy in, in I'm not talking only about monetary wealth. It's just like wealth or like overall, you become more wealthy. And also, the more people that you help, the more wealthy it is. Because, I mean, there's no other biggest rich in the world than the knowledge that you have and the capacity that you have to serve others. I think that when you can do both, like gain knowledge, but at the same time share and help other people and serve other people, the richer that you become. And I love that you said that, that we cannot be selfish in that matter. No, I mean, it, it's, it, it's to, to, to not give that back is being completely selfish when you have a gift like that. And, and you, you hit it on the, on the nose when you mentioned uh, it's, well, it's not about the wealth, about money, right? It's because I don't even consider, I mean, listen, by, all, by no stretch of the imagination, am I saying uh, money's not important? Because I, I, I believe... It's a resource. Uh, money is a resource. It's a resource, and having money is a lot better than being broke, right? So yeah. um, <laughs> that that goes without saying. But so, but I I believe that wealth isn't about how much money you have. What true wealth is about walking in and uh, is about being able to have emotional, financial, and spiritual wealth. When you have all those components together, that's when you're truly wealthy. Because we've seen it so many times. That people have all this money and then there's something missing. There's a hole in them and they end up taking their lives. I mean, look at Robin Williams. Perfect example. Guy had everything you could think of. Mm -hmm. And what happened? He ended up taking his life. Yeah. Right? And that, that's not the first person we've seen. I mean, what about all the people who who who, who have everything they have and, you know. They're they, so empty. Yeah, they're still empty and, and drugs takes their life. I mean, we've seen actors and people in the entertainment world do it all the time. And then that's not to mention all the people that we don't hear about because they're just an obituary in the newspaper, right? So it happens every day. Mm -hmm. So true wealth is really from within and being able to create wealth emotionally, financially, and spiritually. I'm sorry, I had to take a sip of water. Sorry. <laughs> Yes, and uh, um, I mean, I love that. I love that you said that. Now, before we go, 
what are three steps that our audience can take today to start walking that path of fulfillment? Three steps. Number one is create a routine. Uh, number two is accept your failures. Remember that fail stands for first attempt in learning. You know, so learn from those failures and grow from those. And the third, and I think it's most important, is have that spiritual component connection connected because it's it's crucial to your success and being able to create that true wealth. You want to call it God, the universe, the infinite intelligence, whatever you believe, just have that connection and build a relationship with that higher power and 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 ask it for the guidance. Take the guidance that 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 that's going to open up the doors and move mountains for you like you never believed. I totally agree. Thank you so much for those tips to start walking. You guys, three steps to start walking that path of fulfillment today. Joe, before we go, I know that you have something special for our audience. You're giving away something. Can you tell us what it is? Sure. So I'm going to give away my three pillars, my three reforged pillars of wealth that help me be able to go out and 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 build what I'm building. Uh, so I want to give away the, the blueprint for that. Uh, if you text reforged to 646-495-9867, I'm going to give that away for you guys. Uh, and also, uh, I'm also giving away a free vision workshop coming up on... Um, on July 17th, uh, it's uh, Dagmar's going to give you guys the link for that as well. So you guys can, it's right on. here, it is right here on the screen. And you have to go to reforceacademy.com, and there you can connect and get into the vision workshop that Joe has for you guys. I am so excited about that. Well. The time has come, Joe. Thank you so much for being with us today, for sharing your success story and share the good, the bad, the ugly, and how you took everything to um, build something beautiful and be of service of others and, you know, how you walk that path to fulfillment is definitely inspiring. I love your story. Thank you so much for sharing it, Dad, and for your time today. All right, Dagmar, thank you for having me, man. It's been I'm very grateful to be here. Well, we are also so grateful to have you. And I hope it's the last one. Okay, so I'll see you on the next one. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Well, you guys, you heard him. Don't forget. Okay, in the meantime, don't forget until the next episode. Don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>